Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today I'm delighted to welcome Kanika Bains who is Vice President Talent Acquisition at Edelman. Welcome to the podcast Kanika. Thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Thanks Riti. It's great to be here. It's pleasure having you here Kanika. So just to set some context about you and what you do. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Sure. Riti, it's been a typical journey of finding one's calling after deviating from track a few times. I studied psychology for five years, graduation and post-graduation, because that's where I wanted to go career-wise. And it was during my post-graduation that I started developing a keen interest in organizational behavior. And um, well, the rest is history. I started my career as a recruiter with the Times of India at Bennett Coleman and Company Limited. And I did a lot of campus hiring there along with a lot of junior roles. I moved to 94.3 MyFM, Dainik Bhaskar Group. And it was here that I started finding the HR business partner role extremely interesting. And my perception was that these HR business partners are the most sought after individuals in the organization. Uh, but it was finally at Paytm that I got the opportunity internally through an IGP to move into an HR business partner come talent acquisition role. And I was quite surprised at how well both the roles integrate with each other. Um, talent acquisition at that time still took up 50% of my time. And then there came a curveball in the form of another IJP where I got the opportunity to be the social media marketing head at Paytm. And this was such an exciting time. There was so much learning. It was just such a roller coaster ride. Um, and I got to do what I loved doing at that time, which is just tinker around on social media and all the platforms that were there at that point in time. And uh, But then I came to a fork in the road where Paytm was growing at such a massive speed. And I needed to be able to give one role my focus and the attention that it deserved. And that's when I chose to come back to TA full-fledgedly and I've never looked back. I think I made the best decision for myself at that point in time. I spent a decade at PTM growing to a level where by the time I left, I was working on most of their leadership hiring for their key businesses. Um, that's when Reliance Brands came my way. And this is the first time I got the opportunity to actually head the talent acquisition function for an organization the level and value of Reliance Brands. I spent a year over there building their center of excellence and fortifying their corporate teams. And uh, then Edelman came my way. And here I not only head talent acquisition for the India function, but I also partake in multiple APAC projects with my counterparts sitting in other markets. That's my professional journey summed up in about three, four minutes. Uh, the takeaway is that every year and with every organization I've spent time with, it's always been something new. And it's been a host of learning opportunities for me. And I'm very grateful for that. I must say it's been an exciting journey and quite a journey, hasn't it? Oh. You can say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm always fascinated. And I know many of our listeners are to understand the story behind successful, you know, professionals who involves in talent acquisition and many more like you. 
So, of course, you have mentioned about your roller coaster ride, and you have seen lots. I must say, we'll get a plethora of everything and a lot of insights from your experience for our listeners today. So, um, as we know, you are in, as a you are working as a talent acquisition. So, definitely, there are many times where you face. many challenges while doing recruitment so uh kanika i just want to ask you like if you can give some examples of a time when you had to fill a particular challenging or niche role uh and how do you approach the search with that sure um yeah of course talent acquisition there has always been that one pesky role here or there you know which has been my mountain to climb i think every recruiter will have some horror story like that but i remember working on one such confidential role at one of my previous organizations for their marketing function it was a one of a kind never recruited for before kind of role and the tough part of the search was that we ourselves were figuring out what kind of person would be the best fit for us and usually the approach is that you know one keeps their search parameters very tight very targeted and very specific so that you get the exact hit that you're looking for yeah. so this particular role my approach was to keep the search parameters as ambiguous as open as possible yeah. um it took multiple permutation combinations multiple meetings with candidates from different industries before we finally found the right person and this happened after i think 54 cvs and 57 days later we finally closed this role and this person we finally interestingly the person we finally ended up hiring was diagonally different to the kind of brief that we had actually started with and i'm sure a lot of recruiters out there can identify with this story that it happens so many times that the person you end up hiring is so different from the brief but they eventually end up fitting the role that you were actually looking for definitely i must say it's given a good example and of course the outcome of successful hiring a team member with required lot of skills and expertise and ultimately uh, a positive impact on our company success so definitely so kanika moving to the next question i just wanted to ask you like of course you have been doing recruitment for long so uh, how do you ensure that the recruitment process is fair and equitable for all the candidates regardless of their background and experience being mentioned that dei is nowadays more prevalent in the organization so how do you ensure that these can be fair and equitable sure um, that's a great question and i think uh, the answer lies in your interviewing technique i think that's key here i'm going to segue a little towards the psychology part of my background and say that a lot of us when we meet new people our first instinct is to try and find commonalities between ourselves and the person we're meeting so we may indirectly ask questions which affirm or negate that the person sitting in front of us is like us or not and the interviewer may not even have that intention but by asking certain questions we do end up developing what we call an unconscious bias so i think it's imperative that all interviewers if it's possible do undergo some sort of interview training where they are educated on the right kind of questions and what kind of questions are to be avoided for instance um experience based role based questions are an absolute must but asking questions around ethnicity location culture family background personal plans of the future these are an absolute no so i think i think that's absolutely key and keeping your 
interview process and your assessment process standard is how you sort of eliminate any bias or um yeah and you'll you'll ensure that you're treating everyone fairly and equally in the process definitely i must say like you have given great steps and of course by implementing these steps organization can create a fair and equitable recruitment process that uh, definitely attract a diverse pool of candidate and you know promotes a culture of inclusivity and belonging so yeah yeah we have talked about the fair process and the challenging situation you have faced and obviously you have explained it really very well so uh, moving on to another aspect of our question like uh, we can see that uh, the analytics and the data is in every domain is more prevalent nowadays so how do you think in hr like how do we use data and analytics to optimize your recruitment strategy and uh, and improve hiring outcome how can it be used sure i think uh, when it comes to recruitment the first port of call should be having a great applicant tracking system uh, a really good ads today is the need of the hour so when an organization decides to invest in one i think they absolutely should do a trial run of what their reports will look like um an ads that can create some amazing organizational memory for you and can give you reports that can in just one glance tell you let's say how many candidates you've gone through the process to arrive at that one offer um how long did it take to close that particular role average time taken to recruit for each team member even details on number of candidates who may have dropped out of the process what stages did they drop out at it's so important to view these details and identify patterns from that data and then adjust your hiring strategy accordingly um for those who don't have an ats right now but may have access to let's say linkedin recruiter accounts uh, i can maybe advise that they try to get access to this feature called linkedin insights it's a massive hotbed of information for recruiters and you can get really interesting insights like um what are the top 5 organizations that you've hired from in the last 6 months to a year um what percentage of cold reach outs have received responses um what are the top 5 organizations that you've lost talent to i mean it's so important to keep track of this kind of data because ultimately this is what will inform your ta strategy in terms of where to focus what are the challenge what are the challenge areas how do you overcome them where does the issue lie is it internal is it external there's so many questions of yours that can get answered which is having the right set of data with you definitely uh as you mentioned about ats and other recruitment uh, tracking systems uh definitely it can the organization can improve the hiring outcomes and in fact uh, they can reduce recruitment cost and even build a more effective and uh, efficient recruitment process by using these uh, systems so very well said kanika and of course your insights will be very helpful for our listeners as well so this almost brings us to the end of our conversation kanika but before we leave uh, i just want to ask you like what do you think what are some of the common mistakes that recruiters make during the hiring process and how they can avoid them it will be great for our listeners if you can mention about some of the common mistakes sure this is quite a broad question but i'll try yeah. um, sort of sticking to the basics and i'll return to the basics for this a lot of us get so caught up in uh, pressures meeting deadlines trying to close the role managing stakeholders we just forget to be kind 
so i think the first is the first the first thing to consider is for every recruiter out there just be kind to yourself and to the candidate i mean just acknowledge that you're both working towards one end goal and just you know be appreciative even in the smallest of examples for instance always thank your candidates for taking time out to speak to you who doesn't like an appreciative word here or there it'll just go a very long way in ensuring you've made a place for yourself in your candidate's mind in the nicest way possible uh, i think um, empathy can take you very far so that's one the second is in in an effort to sort of again referring to the kind of timelines that we're running against in an effort to trying to close a role for a candidate it's it's very important to be transparent with the candidate from the very start some some of us become so absorbed in selling the organization to the candidate that we don't realize that that we've kind of oversold it and whether it's the organizational culture whether it's work timings whether it's the pace of work at the organization being transparent from the very first conversation ensures a bond and that there are no rude surprises later for either of you it just makes your work more easier when you've been truthful from the beginning and um, i think last but not the least try not to ghost your candidates um ultimately building a pipeline networking ensuring healthy engagements for yourself for the future and this is going to be key in helping you close roles with time and speed um just ensuring that you've been transparent with them and you've told them that you've appreciated their time you've given them closure whether or not you're moving forward um just just sort of let them know that you would like to stay in touch with them for future roles is just a great stepping stone to creating that relationship between an employer and a prospective employee and um, you'll really see the benefits long term when you start seeing your network building up definitely so, yeah, these are the things yeah. yeah yeah i must say kanika uh, these are the things uh, which is very general i must say but again the most important thing to look after because uh, obviously the to be kind and to be to show empathy towards the candidate every recruiter must forget to do so but uh, of course if we'll keep in mind these three things uh, definitely uh, we can able to build or maintain a good relationship a network with the people so of course and networking is again the most important thing in the organization in other in any career so yeah ियलीस्ट I'm available there. I can also share my email ID with people who genuinely looking for guidance and a little more of a detailed chat. I'm happy to do that. Thank you, Kanika. Uh, it was really lovely hosting you today. Thanks a lot, Jyoti. Thanks for having me here, and this is a great opportunity. I think for everyone to connect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.